so smiley. I was waiting for you to say it. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. I'm not as enthusiastic. I, oh, gosh. Enthusiastic. My throat kind of hurts. I apologize. Man, we're just a hot mess over in this house. We've just been battling sickness after sickness and just like it's been wild. I know we talked about it on the last episode about how I got sick and then Josh got sick and then it's just been it's been a mess. Yeah, it's only when I talk for long periods of time where my throat starts to hurt. So today's episode is going to be rather short. We apologize. But it's still going to be hopefully helpful, give you some things to think about. We are going to talk about our journey on marathon training. It's true. And there's going to be some under the surface themes around not giving up failure, motivation, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I think first it's important to start talking about like why we decided to. I think a lot of people are like, yeah, running a marathon, sure, let's it's on the bucket list, whatever. But I don't know how many of those people actually follow through. From my end, I have ran I've ran my whole life. My dad and I started running races when I was 12. I ran cross country in middle school, ran in high school. I've always enjoyed running. And so we started racing, like I said, at a, at a young age. And then for me, it was just like I never cared too much about times or PRs or anything like that. I just it was more of just an individual kind of accomplishment. So I have ran 10 half marathons up until this point. And at some point, I'm just like, you know what? I've done the half marathon thing several times, obviously. And this I saw as a challenge, but just an individual challenge for myself. This year's been just a growing year for me in general with me leaving my full-time job, just exploring what comes next, the wedding, just all the things, lots of change, lots of just, yeah, like growing, challenging myself in new ways. And why not add a marathon to that list as well? So that was my reasons as to why I wanted to do it. And frankly, the so we're doing the monumental marathon here in Indy. And usually it's the first weekend in November, which is, if anyone didn't know, my birthday weekend. And so last year when one of my friends did it, I had found out that this year it was going to be in October. And I've always, I've never wanted to do this specific marathon because it's my birthday weekend. I don't want to be miserable and not able to move my birthday weekend. So when I found out it was in October, I was like, okay, I think that's a sign. And I think that means it's my year. In the year of growing and changing and pushing myself in new ways, I decided that 2023 was going to be the year of the marathon for me. What about you, babe? Yeah. Marathons, it's it's been made into a, a meme at this point. Like you... You pretty much hear somebody say randomly, hey, I'm going to run a marathon. That's going to be my goal. And I think why it's such a meme is like it's really popular amongst our like age group, <laughs> amongst millennials. Yeah. But I think the reason why setting a marathon as your goal is so attractive is there is this ultimate like test at the end. There's a big test. There is a very well-defined finish line, and that's that 26 miles that you got to run. But I also think it's a, you can't just, there are people I'm sure that can and probably have where they just show up and they just clumsily work their way through a marathon just to approve a point. Yeah. But 
for normal people and for normal runners out there, it's setting this large goal, but then also sticking to a training plan over a long period of time. And I think that's what's so attractive about it. And that's why so many people like setting marathons as their goal. It's also just, it's a full marathon, like you said. Funny enough about me, with how much I love running, I have not ran as many half marathons as you have. Uh, Running for me has been a love-hate relationship, actually. So whenever I was, what would this be? So this would be middle school into high school. I ran cross country in middle school and I was terrible at it and I switched to tennis. <laughs> I was absolutely terrible. I'm just imagining a world that you're not like where you're not good at running because yeah, that's was, not the world that I live in. So yeah, it's just so weird. So I was terrible and I switched to tennis and I did track a little bit and I like was okay with track. But this is also think puberty age like I was chunky. It was just like, it was just a mess. Honestly, I don't like talking about it. I don't like thinking about it because it gives me the heebie jeebies. Anyway, I think um, right around, what was it? What would it be like 24 is when I got into running? And that's uh, 24, 25. I, sh- I started using running as a mechanism for weight loss. And then what it quickly turned into me for me is it turned into a way to just sort of therapy, honestly. It was therapeutic, helped me get my mind off of things when things were stressful. Running became this way out, escaping the stress of the day. So that's why I love it. Now that's why I use it. It's definitely like a weight loss like or a weight maintenance tool as well. But the the big thing I think for me setting the marathon is I'm 29 now and I want to run the marathon before I turn 30. Like that was a big thing for me. On top of being this big milestone, I want to set it before I turn 30. But my goal is by the time I'm 35, I want to run probably like four or five marathons is my goal. Wow. Interesting. I think too that you and I both, we look at running very differently. Like I may have ran longer and I've done more races and whatever, but I've always looked at running as like a chore and not something that like I do for fun or something that I necessarily enjoy. Honestly, up until I started training for the marathon and we'll get into it, I've never really felt like that that runner's high or like the reason why people say they actually enjoy running. I've never really felt that until I started training for the marathon. Yeah, running's just always been like a means to an end. I want to run this race, so I'm just going to do the best that I can kind of thing. But I definitely have never enjoyed running the way that you have. So I think it's interesting, both of our different perspectives as to why we walked into this 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 big thing that we've been training for. So let's talk about how the training's been going. We've been training for how long now? Oh my gosh. It's the training program that we followed is 18 weeks. We're about five weeks out from the actual race. Yep. Yeah. How has your journey been thus far with training? So this is where things are really interesting. I think this is why, again, I think this is why people set marathons as a goal because you can go back it's hard like in your day day in and day out of life it's hard to see change because you're in the thick of it you're seeing every single day like you go to work you maybe have some hobbies or you have your family your dogs whatever and it's like the day in and day out you don't really see any change unless what you do is you start measuring something like every week you're seeing here's my average pace 
every week I'm upping the amount of time I'm running. Every week I'm seeing like how much pain am I in after, after the longer runs. So it's something that's measurable that's happening in your life. And it's honestly, it's such a great, great way to, I don't know, I probably the best way to describe it is if you want to find yourself in providing yourself momentum in in some direction, running and training for a marathon is, I think, one of the best ways to 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 show yourself that you can move yourself forward in some direction. Getting off on a tangent, it's a glue soapbox. I apologize. So I'll say how it's been going. Training started really good for me. I was doing like pretty much my normal runs, and then I started as the training programs would have it. You weekly, what you'll do is you'll do a longer run. I haven't, towards the middle, I started getting inconsistent with my long runs, which I think has inevitably led me to where I am today, and it's affected me. I think, so just to put it out there, I had one of the worst long runs I've ever had in my entire life this past this past Monday, and what that looked like is I ran about 12 to 13 miles, so almost up to the half marathon point. And my legs had gave me the pain that I've never felt before, like the worst kind of cramps. And on top of that, I was already nauseated. It was a really rough run where I had to end up walking like three quarters of a mile. And then I ended up finishing the run with just like a really slow pace. But it's made me reflect on my training. And it's, I inevitably was hard on myself and called myself a failure and I hated seeing the results that I'm seeing, but it's also given me a moment to reflect and say, I'm only a failure if I give up. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run my tempo run. I'm going to run my cool down runs or recovery, <laughs> recovery runs. runs. Yeah, apologies. Recovery runs. And then this next Saturday, I'm going to run another long run and see how I do. And to me, that is one of the greatest accomplishments. It's not about time, like you said. It's not about even the distance. It's about proving to yourself that you can overcome something. So this has turned, in, turned into a long-winded answer of my recovery is not great. My, my training is not great right now. But I know that with the small amount of time that I have left, if I stay consistent, if I push forward, I know I can do it and get through it. Yeah. And I think too, it's just so interesting. I know a lot of people are like, when we tell them like, oh, we're running a marathon, whatever. People are like, oh, good for you. Honestly, this goes for anybody that has any kind of a goal. Like the goal, you're training for that goal is going to teach you something, whether you want it to or not. I think for me, when I think about my training, I went into training pretty negative. Just, oh, I've never really, I never really trained properly for any of the halves that I ran. And so the idea of I think the biggest thing I've learned from training thus far is just like the idea of commitment, running for fun, running just for fitness. It's really not that big of a commitment, right? You run a couple of miles here and there. It takes you, what, 30 minutes, less than that. It's not really taking that much time out of your day. But when you're training for a marathon, you have to sacrifice hours and hours of your life, of like your day, like yesterday. I ran 13.1, so I ran a half, and I was gone for, with warm-up, cool-down, everything, I was gone for almost three hours, and it took a solid chunk of my, you know, my morning, 
And it's just one of those things that like if you're not willing to commit and fully commit by sacrificing some things, then it's not going to turn out the way that you want it to. And I think that the discipline of having to sacrifice a few of my like weekend plans or my sleep or whatever the case may be has also been a lesson learned in this whole process, too, because you just don't think about those kinds of things. Like when you're reaching towards a goal, you don't necessarily think about the consequences, whether they're positive or negative, that you're going to have to face. So I think that's been like one of the biggest things that I've struggled with, but also been really proud of through my training process. I would say that like my biggest, I'm not going to lie, obviously, like the first few weeks that I was training, it was pretty cool to run the kind of same distance and see that I was getting faster and feel that I was like the run was easy for me, which I don't think I've ever been able to like actually say that running has been easy. But I got like a small glimpse of what people talk about when they talk about like how running should feel. And that it takes practice. It takes work just like everything else. Now that I'm getting up in my mileage, I'm not going to lie. I have never ran more than 13, 13.1 miles at a time. So this next long run that I have, which I think is like 16.3, will be the longest I've ever ran at one time. So I'm definitely nervous, but I'm also excited. It's just really exciting to get to these places that I've never been before. Think that's the exciting part about all of this. But I think too, the difference between you and I is our expectations for ourselves and for the race are very different. Like by no means, there's not a there's literally not a world where I could train for two years. There's not a world where I can run 26.2 miles without walking at some point. It's just, it's never gonna happen. But I know that about myself. And I'm preparing myself and I'm training for what it looks like when I have to walk to like then keep running afterwards. And I know Josh is very different from me in that way. And he would probably look at it as like a failure if he did walk at any point, but I don't see it that way. So I think it's just interesting too to point out the differences in our mindsets of what this race is going to look like and what the training looks like. And because our minds are very much like our bodies are easily going to give out before our minds do. And it's been obvious, but it's also been very interesting to like watch play out while I've been on these long runs. You mentioned that just to touch on that, your your body giving out before your mind. I think for most people, especially when it comes to that long of a distance, your mind tends to give out quicker than your body does because the pain you're experiencing, everything, it's all coming from the mind. Like it's, it's such a it's such a but your mind has the ability to make your body keep moving 100%. So what I'm saying is like given the callousing on your mind that you're doing as you run those long distances, you're preparing your mind to say, let's keep going. We can do this. We can get to that 26. We can do this. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's funny you mentioned that too where we have very different expectations and my expectations, I'm not What's his name? Iliad Kipchoge, where he broke the two-hour mark at the Berlin Marathon. Oh, I was like, I have no idea. Like he broke two about. hours, like well, it, that's running like a four thirty-six. I I can't remember what it yeah. exactly was, but anyway, I'm not breaking any records here. I'm just out to prove to myself that I can do it. And what I've decided, especially since my training has not been where I've liked it to be, is I'm aiming. I'm aiming for completion at a certain pace and I'm not going to say what that is 
but I'm going to beat that the next time I run a marathon. Like I've already decided that's what's happening. I'm going to keep getting better. And that's what this all, it, what it's what this whole thing is about is it's you versus you. It doesn't matter what your neighbor's doing. It doesn't matter what the best person on the planet is doing. It matters what you're doing, yeah. that you go across the start line and you finish. Honestly, it's been just so like interesting to me about all the little like lessons and things that I don't I wouldn't normally think are going to have a huge impact on me when doing something like this. But it's I experienced some like little injury with my shins a week or so ago. And it was like really frustrating because I had to stop and then I had to rest and not run for four or five days. And when you're on a time limit, aka like a training plan and you're planning for this race, like you don't have that much time to spare. And it was really hard for me to not get completely wrapped up in my head about, holy shit, I'm losing five days of training or whatever. So it's just been, but at the same time, I could have easily pushed myself, kept running, kept on my, like on my schedule and then fucked up my legs even more. So it's just been such an interesting kind of balancing act between pushing myself harder than I thought like pushing myself past my own limits, but also showing myself grace when there's when there needs to be some and like finding the balance between the two. I honestly that's probably been the hardest part. It hasn't even been the running aspect. It's been finding a balance between those two things and while moving through this training that I think has been the most challenging part for me and probably will continue to be. It's been it's been challenging. It's been exciting all the things. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. It has nothing to do with training for a marathon. This is something that people feel daily, like whether they're on some sort of fitness journey or they're doing this in their everyday lives with their their spouse or their kids or whatever. It's just finding the balance between the two where you're both, you're honoring both of those things of pushing yourself and not letting yourself off too easy, but also showing yourself grace and being responsible for your own well-being. It's been it's been a challenge, but it's been really good, honestly. It's been one of the biggest lessons learned for me, I think, over this is, yeah, trying to give myself grace, finding the balancing act for sure is super important, especially as you go through your training plan. you got to listen to your body. You, It's important to push yourself, but you also need to listen because yeah. you're going to screw things up if you don't actively listen throughout the training plan because, like, you had shin splints, and mm -hmm. if you didn't listen to that, you were going to mess up your whole training plan a lot further. Yeah. So just to wrap things up, I think one of the things I want to mention is what I would do differently. Oh, yeah. And 100% what I would do differently is I would start way sooner mm -hmm. my training. I would get those longer runs in early and then I would start worrying about those, worrying about my pacing and everything like that. I, I think it's, it's important to callous your mind early on those long distances and then it's not as scary because you know how scary it is. Oh, you, for sure. You you press start on 12, mi 12 miles and you're like, shit, man, I got to go 12 miles. Wait, you're like, oh, I'm at mile two. God, I have 10 more miles to go. And now that we've done this and you do a, a recovery run that's three, four, five miles, it's yeah. ugh, that's nothing. Right. It's the same thing for when you run 20 miles, 25 miles. 12 miles seems like nothing. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I think that I would do the same thing about starting a little bit earlier. But I think, too, like I sat down a couple of weeks ago and I wrote down like the exact dates or 
the few dates that I would be able to run. So whether it was a Saturday or if I didn't know for sure I'd be able to run on Saturday, I would write like Friday, Saturday and Sunday, like the dates down and exactly how many miles I was going to run on those dates. And I think just simply planning it out. Yeah, of course, you can have you can follow a training plan. You can follow multiple training plans. But I think like using the training plans as a guide, but creating kind of my own plan and my own schedule. What works best for you. Yeah, I wish I would have done that sooner. I'm glad I did it now with the last few weeks here and the longer runs coming. But I wish I would have done that sooner because this is like a well-known fact, obviously, like it's been proven. Goals that you write down are more likely to actually get get done because you wrote them down versus just like speaking about them or thinking about them in your mind. So I think that writing down, like using training plans, comparing training plans, and then writing down what specifically works for me and my schedule, I wish I would have done that a little bit sooner. But besides all that... I think this has been a really awesome experience. I think it's been a really awesome learning lesson. Do I think I'll ever run another marathon after this one? I have no idea. Probably not. But it's going to be really cool to say that I've ran a full marathon. And just to do something that I know not everyone in the world has enough discipline to do, I think is really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm happy that I've done it and I've worked for it. I'm very proud of myself and the discipline and the commitment that I've had for my training. Like I said, it's no small feat, that's for sure. So my encouragement to anybody that whether it's running a marathon or running a 5K or simply just starting to work out more, whatever the case may be, it doesn't even have to be fitness related. Hopefully this episode encourages you to just do something that is a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but to give yourself grace and allow yourself to make mistakes and learn new lessons, but still push yourself to do something different because I think it's been a really cool experience and I want other people to experience it too. For sure. Said. And it always helps too if you have a buddy. Yes. I don't honestly don't know if I would have been able to do this without you because it's exciting. Like when I get done with a long run and I come home and I'm like, babe, guess what? I ran at this pace or whatever. Like I finished whatever the, the case may be that we're able to celebrate together and we're able to talk through these hard point, these hard moments together and all of that kind of stuff, too. So, yeah, it's been a really cool experience. And, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it. For sure. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully someone uh, could take something away from it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Sounds good. See y'all then. Bye. Bye.